Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah! Oh, hi there. Welcome to Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier from Odyssey's Nerd Talk. Hi, I'm Gregor. He's just a squirrel trying to get a nut to move your butt. He's our very own Florida man. He's Siege. Hi. I promise you we are professionals doing this. <laughs> Neither of us is a scientist, however, engineer, supervillain, maybe have any of our S together. But uh, if you are any of those things, let us know what we get wrong and possibly even something that we get right. That'd be nice. Also, if you could tell a friend, write a review if you're listening to this on demand or just holler at us with uh, your answer to this episode's question of the week. Question of the week comes to us from a user whose name I forgot to write down. Ah, dang it. I'm so sorry. Um, they sent me a meme, and it says, I woke up with important centaur questions in, a mi- in my mind. Would a centaur big spoon with its chest and front legs up to your butt, or would it still go ween zone to your booty zone and then effectively be double curled back? Mm. I mean, if I, were, if I had to go with, like, anything, isn't the entire point of spoons getting the ween zone? connected <laughs> <laughs> and also you know we got to talk about the the idea that centaurs would they have two wieners ideally and that we've just uh we've just erased them this is, goes back to an episode where brandon and i spent a, far too long of a time going over this and to that point uh shout outs to brandon he's not with us again today because he's dead now because uh he has a baby <laughs> we miss Nancy. you brando yeah, our official third member of the of the pod is uh, filling in for uh, the time being to see what happens. You just told me some cool off-air news. You're going to go see a rocket launch. That's very nerd talkish. Oh, absolutely. I, being where I am in Miami, I'm just like a quick three-hour shot up the coast to Kennedy Space Center. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're launching a Falcon Heavy uh, rocket this weekend. And, so, and my son's going to be in town, so we're going to both go up there, Kennedy Space Center all day, spend the uh, weekend up there. Yeah, and then what's the, oh man, what's the street that Vanilla Ice rolled down? A1A, Beachfront Avenue. Yeah! <laughs> when I was there, with Siege actually drove me down A1A, Beachfront Avenue, and boy, was that a thing for old nerds like myself that were like, oh my god, this is a real thing, and it's in Florida somehow. I'll is Vanilla you- Ice... From Florida? Oh, oh, yeah. Vanilla Ice is from my... You know what? Vanilla Ice... Funny story. Sorry, as we always do, side tangent. He yeah, lives, of course. He lives here in Palm Beach County. Um, a few years back, my sister uh, actually worked 
for animal care and control in Palm Beach County. She used to like, you know, pick up stray dogs and everything. One day she gets a call from a Western town. It's uh, called Wellington and out on a farmland. Who does she show up? She's at Vanilla Ice's house and she is removing a one ton bull from his <laughs> backyard. Yeah. What happened? Did he just I, wake up one day and there was a bull there and he was like, too honest, cold. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I have no idea how it happened, how it got there. All I was like, just get pictures with him. <laughs> uh, Rob Van Winkle, his uh, his real name, um, right. which, I, which has never left my mind. What's crazy is I have an older brother who is only one year older than Vanilla Ice and they have aged differently <laughs> oh well i think i think when you go on the vanilla ice treatment there's also you know some injectables and everything else that you know kind of keep the face nice and smooth especially here oh. in south florida that's a common thing so <laughs> yeah yeah i had a um, family member make fun of one of my tattoos that i have and then like i had to like bite my tongue because they definitely have a ton of botox in their forehead and i wanted to be like you can't come at me about tattoos if you're gonna do that to yourself so. oh yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It's fun. And whatever whatever body mods you want to do. I mean, I'm gonna get a split tongue. What? You're gonna turn into the, the snake? <laughs> Possibly. No, no, no. I'm not going to, but you know, I dated a girl with one once and I really liked it. So that's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet you she would like it. That's like wild. That would be you could scissor with tongues. <laughs> it's a whole new world. <laughs> it's now, just it's just geometry trigonometry see we're still science <laughs> <laughs> i'm uncomfortable <laughs> um okay so i tried to send you this picture of this um of this stupid i think i centaurs. got it oh okay e. um did it come through it's just showing it's just being dumb on my end but like it's just like, first of all, a centaur can't fit in bed. I mean, you're talking about a full horse body with a man body at the top or a lady body, even though they call them something different. And see, any um, of the uh, any of the uh, the options here, you'd have to know, is the little spoon also a centaur? I mean, all of these factors <laughs> come into play. Because if it's a human, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry to go there, but we're talking horse <laughs> too. That's like a whole other thing. Like, <laughs> That's a whole new world. Is that even <laughs> legal in this country? I don't think I can even say that. <laughs> That's all right. A little disclosure. Siege and I record this ahead of time for a Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. show because we are on such different schedules and different coasts and everything. But it brings me to like um, another question that I have for you. Uh, in another life, you have some experience as a, uh, as a delivery driver, correct? Correct. Like a package delivery driver, not like a pizza delivery driver. You've yeah. probably done that though too. For some reason, I feel like you've delivered a pizza or two. When you're why. when you're in Florida and you're a any form of entertainment, you deliver a lot of things. So whether it be <laughs> pizza, weed, whatever, wiener injectables for <laughs> vanilla ice, hot wiener injectables. Yes. <laughs> well, um, I just I just moved into a new home, and it's like street level. The front door is like. You know, it's in the city, and so it's like you walk out, and there's the sidewalk, and there's no yard. There's no there's no way for a delivery driver to drop something off without it getting noticed, you know? Yeah. And so I got something delivered the other day, and the person was mad cool. They like they moved the, the dog crap bucket that I have out front. They moved that in front of it, and like, they hit it pretty good to the point where when I walked up, I didn't notice it. And I was like, oh, look at that. Um, So I started kicking it around, and I was looking at these, like, 
like secure boxes, like a lockbox type deal to be able to keep creeps out of away from my packages. Do you run into that at all? Like in your line of work? Is that something that you've seen before? I have in life. Yeah, I mean, I, I have seen people with it. They'll put, like, different kinds of boxes out front. They'll have, like, sometimes, like, those fancy wooden hampers or whatever with a latch or some ridiculous kind of contraption that they've come up with. But the only things that I can, the only things I ever think of is when I'm delivering, like, in a city or in a downtown, if I'm going to yeah. put it in that, people are just going to end up taking the box unless it's, like, you know, bolted down. So. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's kind of it. Is like you got to put like a sixty pound bag of sand in the bottom too, in order to just deter them. So when they go to pick it up, they're like, "Ah, oh, dang, this is that's heavy." Yeah, this is but, a bunch um, of bull that I don't want. Yeah, I just feel like one level of deter. Like uh, my buddy Chuck Taylor always told me, locks keep honest people honest. If like someone dishonest wants into your home, a lock is not the thing that's going to stop them. Yeah, they're, exactly. They're, they're coming in. And so I feel like someone who's like tempted to steal a package, if they have to go through one extra step of like trying to get into this lockbox thing, that it's probably enough of a deterrent. Right now I'm just using the Amazon lockboxes and like for bigger stuff that doesn't work all the time, but mm-hmm. um, there's one at the station, so it makes it a lot nicer or whatever. I don't yeah. know. I just think about that a lot. Like what's the, like, would you ever give a Amazon delivery driver the code to your house to open the door and drop something in? I was just going to say, wasn't there the, uh, I mean, you live in the land of Bezos. So I figured that they, uh, didn't they have with the, uh, whole ring doorbell system or whatever, the, uh, monitored door lock. So if they're, if you're getting in, if you're getting a delivery, they can unlock it for you and you, they just drop it inside the door and it shut it, shut it and automatically lock it. My problem is I've got this ding dong of a dog down here that'll like take off running and then like, that'll be just my luck that I'll get the message from amazon being like hey your dog's dead because we you asked us to come into your house (laughs) of course yeah i mean if i'm being perfectly honest i mean when i did that i had been in the area i was in uh for a good 15 years and i knew people pretty well so i either knew places to hide them or uh, there were some people who gave me a key there were some people who i had their phone number i was just like you know if it's gonna be here it's gonna be here or i'll meet you wherever you know yeah so yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a whole new world here, as you said before. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm trying, to, trying to figure out how the city thing works again. It's it's so funny, man. I moved away for like six years, and I came back, and I feel like I was gone for a hundred years, and I don't understand how it functions anymore. And I'm like, ah, I like I got so old while this is happening around me. Well, I mean, you have to remember everything in the before times was a just completely different thing. I mean, it's the lockdown and COVID and whatever else. I mean it's everything's changed people have changed so we had a chance to each go to a nerdy convention in the last couple weeks and oh i gotta apologize i'm sorry i didn't get this out i gotta apologize that um last week the show got screwed up and it was just a cluster f of problems that happened and i apologize because not only did we not have a live show we did a rerun which was nice of um of our friend that makes that happen but um, we did a rerun, but also the pod never happened because there was just no audio for it. And so <laughs> it just couldn't, we had a great show, but it just couldn't ever materialize. And so I apologize, but here we are um, back again to try and tackle some of that stuff. Now, I, oh yeah, so um, we would have talked about this last week, but we 
couldn't obviously so we've each been to a um to like a different nerdy convention myself i went to Cybefest northwest all things transformers and what was yours that you went to uh it was supercon basically the supercon. yeah the comic-con of miami so well how successful is that is it a big deal it's actually pretty damn big i think it's part of the uh whole read pop uh four that are it's emerald city comic-con new york comic-con mm-hmm. the original comic-con and uh supercon so oh. they pretty much have all four corners of the country um, well, that makes sense yeah and like yeah this is a big deal it's at the miami beach convention center it's oh it's about three or four days i can't remember which we did uh my my group that i'm uh part of i i usually do different things with either comedy or improv or we do panels and uh do stand-up comedy with uh dade county comedy um we do halo kitty is the name of the improv group that we do it's <laughs> um the guy who started it basically likes to think of it as the avengers of improv because we're all from different uh active improv groups and we get together to do like big events and we did three huh. shows and we also do a couple of panels like worst comic book heroes ever or worst uh, superheroes that were turned into television series and all sorts of stuff like that. So that's fun, man. Yeah, it's super. Uh, fun. That's a that's a big deal. That's I, I had no idea that uh, SuperCon was that big a deal. That it's like uh, that it's on the level of some of these other giant conventions. Like obviously San Diego Comic Con is the biggest. I think. Yeah, still. that's. I mean, that's the OG. I mean, that's the one that everybody's going to go to. Yeah, I wonder how much life these things still have in them. Like, um, I assume that quite a bit because there's still a ton of content being made and that there's people that are always going to want to consume it and talk about it. But do you think we've gotten past kind of the, like, obviously I'll never deviate from it, but do you think we've kind of gotten past the nerd thing being cool? Man, I honestly don't know because even the first, I, th- I want to say probably one of the first years that we did, it was the first year of the pandemic actually mm-hmm. when, um, as you said to me, Florida didn't get that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For, the pandemic was the lockdown was a Netflix TV show that we all just kind of watched and assumed was regular television, but it turned out it was the rest of the country. But yeah, <laughs> um, but 2020, um, the first year of the pandemic, and people travel from all over to come to these things, mm-hmm. and it was still a huge turnout. We did so many shows. I mean, they they actually started the. Uh, supercon after dark that year which is when we really started going yeah, harder fun. with the comedy stuff and like that yeah. djs makes more sense yeah yeah and i mean it just got bigger and bigger and i feel like if anything this year might have been the year where there might have been a little bit of a slip but that's just i mean i feel like everybody's kind of everybody just needs a nap at this point yeah we really came back and like uh, for instance like in the in the concert community we are i'll just be i'm frank it's like it's hard for like a radio station to book a bunch of stuff right now because everybody didn't work for two or three years in the in the concert business and so now they're all out trying to make as much money as possible absolutely that ain't playing for you know pennies on the dollar for the radio station to as um i have to be careful how i say this because i don't want people to think that it's like a yeah (laughs) yeah. they get anything for free or that this is a payola or whatever but like traditionally that bands have played for the budget that we have in order to get um, that exposure with our built-in fan base. And so, um, but again, it's not pay for play. It's just how these things work that like, uh, because you go to Vegas, I've worked in Vegas for a minute and 
no one you couldn't book a radio show because the casinos were like what are they paying you we'll double it yeah it was like there was just no keeping up the casinos just had all the money but as we start to see that everybody has been every concert ticket costs 250 dollars, and everybody's just been squeezed and inflation and all those things at some point we're not going to be able to keep up and you're going to need a fun time that's next to free and um i think we're right there yeah i i fully agree with that especially like even thinking about the cons that we we're just talking about I'm, yours yours i know was uh lower was a little bit more affordable for everybody but supercon was just uh, if you had a three-day pass i'm luckily i'm lucky that i do actually perform there so we get yeah. the uh panelist and whatever passes so we go there for like three days for free and do like whatever we want but sure. if you were getting a three-day pass, if I had guessed, and it cost, you know, it'd be like 250 bucks to have them come all three days just to hang out with me. Each day or total? Oh, that, I think that's total. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. But I mean, like, still, that's like, that's a pretty good chunk of change, you know? Absolutely it is. Yeah. So kind of in the exact opposite vein is what I did for uh, Sidefest Northwest. Shoutouts to Mike and um, and the gang that made that possible, that uh, put this weird gathering of weirdos together. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. Um, because really, it opens the door for this hyper-specific group of nerds. Uh, yeah. That to get together and like really go hard about transformers but it's such it's a one-day event and it's got such a low cost barrier 10 bucks to get into this thing for an adult or five bucks so amazing so amazing yeah Yeah, i mean it is in the kent commons community center so and i don't mean to disparage kent i don't mean anything like that but this isn't the seattle convention center this isn't like a beautiful huge space this is a basketball gym with like the yellow overhead lighting and stuff. And so it's not like, it's not like this is like a massive, like um, put on, but for 10 bucks, it's rad. And like to take a kiddo there and like 
see all the transformers and all the different generations and there's a guy in cosplay and there's everyone's just having a good time um getting to be themselves and be really into transformers and again talking to those dudes about it leading up to it you can go back and listen to the previous episode of nerd talk to hear them like mike is one of the dudes and he's he's a radio guy and so he knows how to really hype but the other guy is just like um, his name escapes me and i feel terrible but um but he's just a huge enthusiast and it just comes across that like this guy loves transformers and knows this like minutia about it. So there I am not really giving a crap. I can talk about transformers from my childhood a little bit, but like, I don't know any of the lore. I don't know any of the stuff that you go one level deeper than just being like, yeah, I remember when what's his name would turn into a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Megatron was literally a gun. I, I, Remember, I was actually remember listening to that episode just a couple of weeks ago when you got, when you guys did yeah. that, and I thought it was really cool how he was going in depth with you know what Japan did with the with the story, yeah. and then when it came back over here, and each different company that kind of uh, owned the license, I guess so to speak, for uh, the storytelling did like completely different versions of it. Yeah, and the fact that it like has all those different iterations. Um what's his uh mike would come in and um he brought like all these different he knows that i'm like uh i like to construct a cons a lot from being mm-hmm. a child and um so he brought in like all these different variations of the construct cons and showed me how different it is and the different ranges and the different like uh in terms of like financial size like we actually played with some and transformed them there and, and it's like there's a really deep world into that. It's a very small fan base compared to how much material is available in terms mm-hmm. of toys and whatnot, at least in, you know, the Pacific Northwest or whatever. There's other bigger cons that happen, like in Toronto and Chicago and stuff. I don't know how how big they get because some of these people are so hyper-specific, again, that they're just going to they're gonna travel, be a small group that travels in strong consistent numbers like Iceland going to the Euro Cup 10% <laughs> yeah. of the population was there i'm sure if 10% of the hardcore transformers fans show up it's kind of what we have yeah i th- i think that's pretty cool though you know cuz uh, you've got so many of these big cons that cater to just about everything i mean you could you go there and you'll see buffy the vampire slayer you'll see people dressed as street fighter 2 and you'll mm-hmm. uh, any Naruto or anime comic that comes up or Star Wars or I mean, there's just so many different things that when you break it down and you get to something as hyper specific as a Transformer fest, that's that's pretty awesome. I think that's that's pretty cool because then you're like, that's your group. You know, you're going there and those are the people that you're there to be with. <laughs> Yeah, it's really cool, man. So I'm glad that people have that outlet specifically that like that you can get together. And even if it's like not your main thing and you just find other people that are like nerdy on the same level as you and you become a fan of it. I also think that's pretty cool. So yeah, shout outs to the Sidefest Northwest guys. That's their 10th anniversary of it. Um, it was called something else beforehand. And it's pretty cool that they um, it's pretty cool that they've been putting this thing on every year. They doubled the size this year for the showcase of toys and whatnot and pretty neat. So, and the, you know, they do panels and they do these things too, but like just getting on that floor and seeing all the things is pretty cool. Yeah, man, that's that's I shout out to them. Cause that was really cool. And even just listening to your guys interview, I was all, I was all pumped. I was like, that's, that's the kind of thing I would love to go to and just kind of see everybody. 
when he said it was local groups too and little artists and like the guy that you were talking you guys were talking about one specific guy was building yeah, legos yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I ran into that guy. He was so happy to see me. He was like, you know, you talking to me, Gregor talking to Jeremy is the guy's name. You talking to me about how much you liked Soundwave. I actually went back and made a new Soundwave because I was so excited that anyone gave a crap. That's awesome. And so, and that's what he sells now. And it's like, yeah, it's really neat. It's uh, I just actually came across it as I was looking for a piece for my home studio that I still can't find <laughs> trying to make this podcast work. So, um, I've always wanted to. I have a friend that like does cosplay like for real mm-hmm. um nah, friend I- i've interviewed him before for uh another podcast i did and and he um basically there was this um opportunity to go in and see his creation lab zach labs is what it's called hey it came to me all right wow um and he makes these like complex like he makes the big weapons he makes the the big like foam stuff he has like the you know the the press forms and the and all the foam and all the tools and all the wiring and he can make crazy cool stuff and i've always wanted to make a soundwave cosplay i think it would be rad and then to get a vocoder built into it so you could be like you know oh like, wow uh, laser beak and then uh, <laughs> i've also always wanted to have um intern soundwave on the <laughs> i think i said that in the interview but like yep. Yeah, I think it'd be funny. I just haven't. I have to actually buy a vocoder if I want that to be possible. Well, I'm not there yet, so yeah, <laughs> nor right. have I been for the last ten years. So, <laughs> but anyway, I mean, that, I think that would be cool, especially since I'm six five, six six, to come rolling through as like a giant, you know, Optimus or Soundwave or whatever would be badass. That would be awesome. I mean, the most I do is I get I get dressed up like Red Guardian from uh, Captain America, the Russian Captain America. Yeah, just yeah. because it's just because I look like David Harbor and I got the long hair and I'm dirty <laughs> and a unkempt beard and that's 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 me. I just have to put on a red shirt and I'm good. <laughs> like, look at you. <laughs> um, what's your what was your as a kid? What was like that '80s thing that you consumed a lot of, like GI Joe or Transformers? What was it for you? Man, um, be perfectly honest with you. When I when I was a kid, we had the cartoons here and there but i was blessed with my aunt who loved movies and she was taking us cosplay as her all the time just yeah like right aunt Wanda. <laughs> yes <laughs> i got i i was i think it was five when back to the future came out and ghostbusters came out right around that 84 85 year yeah. uh i was going to back to the future uh ghostbusters indiana jones all that stuff so Big movies and stuff like that were my thing. I loved Indiana Jones. Like, you couldn't believe any, and like, adventure stuff, Goonies, all those things. But when you break it down to the cartoons, I'd have to go with Thundercats. Oh, yeah, you strike me as a Thundercats guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Come on, man. Lion-O, all the way, baby. (laughs) Did you watch the one that was, like, the more adult version, not, like doing it stuff but like about eight nine years ago they did like a rehash where it was a little bit more mature and like a little darker yeah i did see that and i was i mean as much as i liked it and i liked what they were trying to do with it it just wasn't the same it was it was completely different like reimagination of it yeah it's fun that you're trying to do the fresh prince again only with more serious tones but like they handled Mm -hmm. serious stuff really well already of course on a goofy show why doesn't he love me (laughs) <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I do also, voice. Shout outs, 
shout outs to your roommates that you just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. They can deal. We with don't it. love you because it's after 11 and you're being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you knew this when I got here. <laughs> anyway, um yeah, I was like I'm trying to think I was like uh Transformers was my jam. Uh this will be controversial, but like a lot of my guy friends really loved G.I. Joe and I was no dice. I liked He-Man and Transformers. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. I I wasn't I wasn't a G.I. Joe guy, but the kids across the street had the G.I. Joes. I actually had that giant skeletor castle mm, with the microphone yeah. in the back that you could yeah, actually yeah. yeah that you was could do your sound wave impressions on it, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's something about um, big bulging muscle men scantily clad that just were like between <laughs> He-Man and uh, and Thundercats <laughs> is the same way, really. And, Absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah. Those what was that, dude? What like what? What was that? Like, why were we so? Is the for, I hate how I second guess myself at this, but homoerotic is that what it was? Is that like where you're like looking at big sweaty Conan the Barbarians and being like, yes? I was just about to say that Conan the Barbarian. I was thinking it's it's like all around that time, everything was the same. Everybody was all primal and shirts torn off and just wearing little tidy whities painted up like cheetahs and whatever. It's I think it's time for that again. I think we're having a crisis as a as a um, culture. And we're going to slip into some weird, bad masculine stuff. But, like, let's get out in front of it and make some more, like, Schwarzenegger-style Predator movies where it's, like, not great, but it's great. Yes. Let's do that. I am absolutely all for that. I mean, Predator vs. Alien is one thing, but we need to have the humans fighting again. We need to get yeah. some, like, faith back in humanity. We need to give something for us to unite against. Yeah. And not We're so good at finding an other Let's make the other an alien, a predator. Yeah. Robots. <laughs> Robots. Like, AI. Yeah, yeah. This is, I think we're onto something here. I think that we could serve. I, I bet you it'll happen. Actually. I bet you that we're picking up on it now. Um, as we are supposed to, as people that are steering this type of ship, like I think that we'll start to see that happening. I was trying to think about music and stuff, like what's going to happen. And it's going to, I don't want it to get like, someone's getting mad at me for this but i don't want to get like disturbed bad but like lincoln park bad like yeah i like in terms of like getting heavy again i think it's gonna yeah. happen yeah and so like let's try and keep it from being like those lincoln park kids were good kids like let's try and find a way to make it not devolve into like the dumbest punchiest people win <laughs> like let's yeah. just like let's like let Arnold Schwarzenegger be the figurehead again, only whoever the new version of that is, like a big muscle guy that shoots giant guns and stuff. I'm trying to think, who would be the new version of that? Is it The Rock? Is it John Cena? It, Too late on both of them. It's 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 Vin Diesel with all his cars. I mean, he's is it, 11 is in. It, what's his name? Um, the guy from the real world Road Rules that is a wrestler now. Oh, The Miz? Yeah, The Miz. It's like, yeah. It's he, someone like him. It's got to it's got to be someone like him who's just about to jump out of that one wrestling box and possibly onto a big screen. Like he's, Problem he's is, is, they'll oh, never let they'll never let a movie like like you need it to be it could go one of two ways where it could become a Friday night HBO action movie or mm-hmm. it could become a blockbuster movie. They'll they'll just, They'll always be like, what if we put three aliens in it? Then it would be that we could tease that and that would sell. Right. And it'll yeah. always be like undone by executives. You just need someone that's like pioneering, making like 
badass, campy action movies. Like when you when you think of the eighties and you start thinking about like the extent of how far they were trying to push some of the things like even with the alien movies like you've got one that i always like to jump back to uh as like kind of a punchline because so many people have not heard of it is enemy mine Mm-mm. no okay basically lewis gossett jr is an alien okay. on another planet and i believe Bo bridges crashes on this planet and together they're stranded there uh, they were enemies, but they're both crashed on this planet, and together they make a baby. Well, I, that's a twist I did not anticipate. And that's uh, why it's Dennis I love Quaid. It. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Yeah, I love Dennis Quaid. He's the best. Spinner space. That's ah. literally where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> why didn't we why didn't we continue with inner space i mean there's so many possibilities we could have gone there i think martin short kind of like he's not for me um <laughs> a, a little bit annoying but like uh in that capacity where he needs like someone who's like dennis quaid is like effortlessly macho in those without being he's kind of like a harrison ford almost figure where he's like without being like a big strapping man at the, at that time he was just like a charisma guy without a doubt i'm i'm trying to think of all the roles that he was in doing that um what else was he in uh i mean he, he just he just reminds you it's like it's like if harrison you know ford oh my god i i don't even want to know is he 70 69 yes that's 420 <laughs> canadian <laughs> oh, yeah, he's man. aging like fine wine in canada that's for sure okay, let's look up his imdb i'm sorry that i interrupted but oh no the first thing that popped up when no you're good it's it's like you look at dennis quaid and he's kind of like if harrison ford was like a texas wrangler yeah. you know that's that's just the kind of swag that he's got about him wow he still does uh he's got three things um this year alone already uh, I don't recognize any of these things, but like he's working. Um, I don't, I don't wow. think Dennis Quaid will ever stop working. Man, now now I'm drawing blanks on all this. See, this is well. So the big things it said were stuff that I haven't seen. Far from Heaven in 2002, The Day After Tomorrow in 2004. Yes, that was good. Inner Space is one of them. Frequency is another that I don't know. Um, but like I'm thinking about like the intruder. What is that? That's 2019. Like I'm thinking. Let's go back to like the 90s. Let's yeah. See if I can find something here. Any given Sunday, he was yeah. in that. Okay. The That's parrot right. trap. Um. You, did it? Did you know I was an I was an extra in any given Sunday? I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> One of my buddies that we played high school football together with, we went down there every single day and waited to get picked, and we ended up getting in uniform. And we were just, there's a scene where you can see part of my arm and you can see his thigh running on the field. (laughs) (laughs) We were Miami Sharks for three days and got in there for two seconds. That's all. (laughs) Uh, Amongst Dennis Quaid. (laughs) Yes. uh, Oh, he was in Stripes? What? Oh, he was an extra in Stripes. Okay. Um, I don't know how those movies handle, or like how bad they are now but like i loved stripes when i was younger all those old bill murray movies were so oh, yeah. awesome and since we're not going to make comedies anymore let's make something that dudes can get behind which is like shooting stuff and then let's make them super muscular so that like <laughs> women can be like well at least it's something easy on the eyes or whatever i know i'm like oversimplifying culture but also maybe it's time to do that a little bit also at the same time you're also exactly right i feel like you it's know? i'm on to something man i i don't 
like we got something good going here. I mean, the, there's so much stuff with the Marvel stuff and DC, all the comic book superhero universes. Burnout. I mean, it's like you can only do so many of them at the same time. Well, and, and the multiverse made it like I that's where I cut my ties with it. I was like, I can't keep track of like I, I can't sit around waiting for the oh, wow, when they stitch it all back together. There's no way. dude. Yeah, I just I, I the only part I kind of liked the multiverse was I'm a Spider-Man guy. My, my sure. kid's a Spider-Man guy. And we loved that. And we loved seeing all three of them come in. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> in the last Tom Holland one, and then the Doctor Strange right after that of the multiverse, and seeing all these people and all their different ideas of how they could go these different ways with these different characters, and I'm just like, all right, now I my brain is out of capacity. We're just gonna have but, to start over. Yeah, then you introduce them, you know the the animated one. It's I haven't seen the newest one, but it's so the first one was so good, and like I get it, that's gonna fall into that, and like. So the, it's not that it's without merit. It's just that I can't commit that type of brain power to keeping track of that many things just for making, you know, the people at the fine folks at the Disney Corporation a zillion dollars. Like I just I already do that with Star Wars like enough. <laughs> that's, a, that's enough. And I mean, the fact that it's they're coming out with how many different worlds every year nine ten of these movies every year it's like i can't keep i can't keep up with all that now they got like small stuff too where it's like the like the you know just stuff like it's like the tailor oh the, man the haberdasher and i'm like yeah. oh no <laughs> like i can't what are his powers he makes hats <laughs> like a, ooh, ooh. in a small shop in italy here is <laughs> the cobbler yeah, like, like, he makes <laughs> shoes these are the shoes that go and make it go out really fast. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. If I throw this shoe at you, you will not live. <laughs> All right. Well, there's um, there is a brilliance to the marketing departments at places like this because they do rope us in. The same with uh, fast food chains, where they just take the stuff they already have and then create a new item, like the multiverse of fast food food. <laughs> And then see if you'll go gobble it up. I'm looking at KFC's Double Down specifically, where the bread is replaced by the thing that they have the most on hand, chicken. It's very smart. It's been years. Kudos. Amazing. Yeah. Now, Burger King, though, is taking their own swing at it. And um, I should be more clear. It's Burger King Thailand. They're taking their own swing. Now, they are the ones that brought us the chocolate Whopper some time ago. Yeah. And... I, I can't combine those two worlds. No offense to Burger King. Again, they you know they advertise with us and stuff, and I'm not trying to be rude to them. But chocolate and Whopper, those just don't. In my mind, they just don't. It's like multiverse. It doesn't work for me. It's um, I'm going to stick to normal Whopper or a croissant, which which I want thirty of right now. Oh my god, that sounds so good. And as Burger King is being a Miami company, I will try anything that they do with a Whopper, <laughs> as long as you don't have to necessarily go to Thailand on your own dime. <laughs> That's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Burger King Thailand is taking their own swing at it. They've got a new burger to try. It's just 20 slices of that shiny American cheese between two buns. <laughs> I mean, it's good for Thailand because it's like something different than just uh, the beach parties with the full moon and the drugs and the weird sex stuff. So way to go, Burger King, to be the moral light <laughs> in the darkness that is Thailand to bring us something. But uh, this isn't – it took me a long time to come across this notion, but it's a grilled cheese only it's excessive and i gotta be honest i'm here for it i'm here for it too as a matter of fact i went on a journey all <laughs> over the last couple of days and have gotten try i actually tried to get burger king to the i go and the burger king i go to is the nice crazy burger king in miami that if you google burger king miami and see all the nut stuff that has happened in this location that's my burger so, and the lady, the lady that, uh, she's the, uh, franchiser, um, she, she loves me in there and, uh, she hooks me up like with whatever I want. I, on this particular she just, question, she just makes you go Burger King. Ho! <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and, uh, on this particular one, she was like, wait, are you serious? Are, what are like 20, 20 pieces of cheese with no meat? She's like, hey, I'm going to need a Whopper, hold the beef, uh, add 19 slices cheese. Literally. She was like, you don't want no sauce on it either? And I was like, nope, nope, just 20 slices of cheese and a Whopper bun. And she was just like, you know what? For all the things I do for you, she's like, I'm going to give you a chocolate shake. I'm going to give you some onion rings, and you're going to go on home. And I was like, okay. That was a no. So you got I, shot down. I got shot down at my Burger King. Oh, my God. So I, I literally went on a journey, went to a deli, had them slice me up 20 slices of our <laughs> finest American cheese. And <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what kind of bun is that on? This is on a sesame seed Whopper bun. I actually got a Whopper <laughs> bun. <laughs> and I told her to give me a bag so I could carry it around, too. So, yeah, this is my homemade, my homemade cheese whopper I, do you own a panini press that's the question is because i don't own one and i would like one i do not think this would fit in a panini press but this is this will definitely go in a george foreman grill or any of those, I gotta, the portable this con yeah. confession time i still own a george foreman grill it's like a vestige of my bachelorhood and um i have it's it's downstairs in my kitchen right now um, I like to cook hot dogs on it. That's like my thing for it. And so when you don't want to fire up the grill for three hot dogs, you know, whatever, it's like, of course, for I mean, grill. yeah, that's, that's, that's the way to go. I still have mine too. I got the first one, first kind that it was in a color. It was red. I still have my red George Foreman grill. So I'm on my second or third. The first one we had had the bun warming window at the top, so you could cook the stuff and put the, the little steamer. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> my current one does not have that. Disappoint. Oh, sorry, dog. Disappointing for sure. I just kicked my dog under the um, desk here, but not on purpose. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like I want to. God, I want to. Are you gonna try it? Are you gonna eat it here? Are oh, you holding on to it? I'm absolutely. Like a, I'm absolutely gonna eat it. I brought it here to like try and take a. Uh, to, to be clear, big old bite uh, you out can't of this. see this, and we're just talking about it as if you can. Siege is literally holding a twenty slice of cheese, maybe more. It looks like more. This is. It's tell. literally one pound, twenty slices. <laughs> oh, gross! And so sad for you. <laughs> I know. I'm so. I'm so happy and sad at the same time. And hopefully, this will be some good ASMR too. Okay, uh, wait. Looking, so. 
So wait, should I go to Burger King tomorrow and order just a Whopper and then just throw all the other parts away and then put, I have some American cheese because also, I mean, I have a Foreman grill. Obviously, I own American cheese. (laughs) Duh. I mean, by all means, it's worth a shot. Oh, man. Okay, I'm ready. Everybody. ready? For, this is, it's been a long time since we've driven people away from the, um, you should check out the video that Siege has made for it too. It's probably on our socials by now, but, um. It's been a long time since I've driven people away from a podcast by eating fast food live on a podcast, but I don't care. This is for my entertainment at this oh, point. It's, and yours, obviously, but... Uh, I don't even... I mean, I got a big-ass mouth. I don't know how I'm going to get it around this sucker. I would like to just say, for the record, R.I.P. in peace, or R.I. Pepper in peace, your butthole. Yes. <laughs> this is this is just going to be a nice knot lodged somewhere in my upper torso. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> As a person with the smallest mouth watching you take that bite. <laughs> mm. There's I'm, no how are you supposed to talk? I have no idea. This is amazing though. <laughs> you, guys, this. you keep giving me the giggles. <laughs> highly underrated <laughs> thailand knows what's up <laughs> i mean they get me with the sex stuff i might as well go for the food too <laughs> um wow. i'm really I, I was really worried for you as we were doing this that we were gonna have to stop and play the hold music or whatever because <laughs> i definitely thought it was gonna get stuck to the roof of your mouth like the dream that you have where you're like feel like you're dying because you're choking on something but then you're mm-hmm. really just like dry mouth snoring with your pillow in your mouth um, <laughs> that happens to everyone right um but so you've been into that and i was like oh he's gonna have to get up and like do the thing where you put your finger back like you're gonna make yourself barf but then you scoop out the roof of your mouth to clear it <laughs> but you've already recovered from bite one this is this is like i'm actually i thought it was going to be because of the amount of cheese that it was going to be way too much i think because there's so much, and it, it's almost like biting into a giant beef patty. It's just that easy. Take that, vegetarians. That's how you do it. <laughs> That's right. There you go, vegans. Well, that's cheese, so you can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. My bad. Now, what I would like to see next time is I would like to see the 20 slices of American cheese, but with the bun in the middle and then the cheese as the bun. Ooh. And go ahead and let's reverse it, because you honestly have more cheese by yeah, yeah, quite the this factor is, than you knew. This is if I were to measure this stacked up from bottom to top, it's probably a good almost two and a half inches of cheese, just like a solid <laughs> block. Like if you were to go buy a block of cheese, you might as well just do that and put it between the buns. Oh man, put two this and a is- half inches between your buns. That's <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> Welcome to Thailand. <laughs> 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 this is a travel podcast. <laughs> I wish. I wish this was a travel That's all I want to do now. Go to Thailand and eat weird burgers. And weird sex stuff. <laughs> you want to eat weird sex stuff? Anybody who knows me knows that the weird sex stuff thing is a lie. I'm too prude. <laughs> but, <yeah>, but still. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows it's not. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like the motivating factor. The, the weird burger is just a thing on the side. Oh, my God. Oh but my- we could both go for the weird drug beach full moon parties, right? That's where we could meet in the middle. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 
<laughs> oh my wow, God. well that I like I feel I'm, I feel pretty good. I'm I I'm I I hate feeling like this, but I'm I might finish that. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean don't waste it. Yeah, no, I'm legit going in. We're for that we're thing. food conscious on this. Podcast, oh, of course. obviously. <laughs> for the environment. Absolutely. This is all for the environment. I will eat everything for the environment. Um, you know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna sometimes we do this on this podcast, but I'm gonna open up chat GPT. Ooh. And I'm gonna ask it about it's gonna give me some like that's it's up to you greg what do you think i want to know like um how many slices of american cheese is too many for a sandwich oh i remember it says it's subjective get out of here uh, come on because i remember you and uh brandon a few episodes ago but maybe a month or two ago when you guys were talking about growing up and the cheese you guys had you had the big old Velveeta block and that's what I had too that giant thing and you just kind of you can't cut straight through it you kind of had to wiggle because it gave too much my mom had like a had like the like a like a tool for it it was like a rolling pin on a thing and then yeah with a wire yeah, so you could get through the Velveeta. Yeah, I saw. I, I I didn't see that until I was like thirty years old. I thought it was the most amazing thing ever. We yeah, were it using work on anything else. No, but yeah, nothing. like, but it like it, if you tried to do it on real cheese, like get oh, out of here. No, no, <laughs> like would never I mean, work. But. And then with the Velveeta, when you were done cutting that chunk off, you had to wrap the aluminum foil that it came yeah. in back around it, and then slide it into the box and close the box. Otherwise. <laughs> So when I first moved to Seattle, I went to like go. F- I was making a um, funeral casserole, funeral potatoes is what it's mm-hmm. called, and it's like Velveeta, cream of mushroom, potatoes, casserole dish, bake forever, eat amazing, melted everything, right? Yes. And so I was going to make that, and I went to the QFC on Broadway, and no offense, to the Kroger Corporation. Not that I'm in Kroger's corner, but like, <laughs> it wasn't about that. It was about the fact that I was on the one on. On Broadway, there, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Hi, where's the Velveeta?" And they were like, "Oh, <laughs> like I like." And the person, it was almost like Lucy Liu's childhood character under the bed, going whimper, and then she has to like pull it back in her mouth for like not getting killed. Only this is the employee being like, "Oh, I shouldn't mock the gross person that's in front of me." <laughs> oh, that's so great! That's so great. They don't start with the cheese. It's on a shelf in the baking section because oh, no, no, it's no. shelf stable. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not it what is, it's not even it's not even um, labeled as cheese. I remember looking at because when I was on this journey, this uh you know <laughs> <laughs> this pilgrimage to Mecca was uh it was Velveeta. It was processed cheese product. And <laughs> that I, sounds right. Yeah. Oh, there it is. The, I just asked ChatGPT and I said, is Velveeta cheese? And it says, it seems like your question got cut off. No, <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> but if you meant to ask if Velveeta cheese is a type of cheese, the answer is yes. But it's not a traditional cheese in the same way as many other varieties. Velveeta is a processed cheese product. <laughs> nice. So there you go. But mixed by blending real cheese with various additives such as emulsifiers and stabilizers, making it smooth, creamy, and meltable. I after watching you eat that sandwich, like I want a Velveeta cheese grilled cheese sandwich now. 
know, like I'd more, say what it's not it's not that much different than an American slice on some toasted whatever with butter on each side and then nah. into the pan. Yeah, it's not that much different. Yeah. Even my my dad uh my dad was talking to me yeah your mother and i are having grilled cheese tonight i was like yeah you have no idea how much cheese i'm having <laughs> you're like <laughs> oh that's cute <laughs> real cute dad <laughs> here hold my beer <laughs> yeah, exactly here hold my whopper <laughs> yeah <laughs> amateurs well see i don't really know how we top any of that like i i haven't laughed that much and a long time. So I guess we just say go to um, nerdtalkplus.com to find some socials and whatnot. Uh, Siege made a lovely video that you have to see that is um, in promoting of this. You've already heard it now, so you don't need to see the hype video to get excited, but you should see it because hearing that much cheese slap its cheeks together is real good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a text <laughs> from Siege. I'm at like a wedding or something like that, and it's like... <laughs> It's just like I had to use a lav mic and a bun in order to get this sound. And I was like, I can't do this right now. I can't. And then when I saw it actually produced, I was like, oh, that was the right move. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what? You know, what just struck me is I'm going from this conversation to uh, two days from now. I'm actually interviewing the Democratic candidate for mayor of the city of Miami. (laughs) (laughs) to what end i I have you ever you ever heard any creepy murders in florida (laughs) check out siege's florida uh, florida man murder wait say it for me florida man murders podcast Podcast. thank you (laughs) but what are you doing interviewing a it's not cabe ferrari also which makes Uh, me disappointed but yeah unfortunately he's orlando it's a different district but oh uh, yeah you're right you're right but yeah it's uh I actually met him at a comedy show early on in the pandemic and uh, we kind of hit it off and his people like how I keep him kind of loose and, and not stiff as like a politician and kind of, and I'll still ask questions that hit the right notes and everything else like that. Like I'll hit him hard. I have no problem doing that, (laughs) but at the same time, I keep him loose and make him seem like a human being and not a politician, which is hard Listen to do in Miami. You're getting, you're getting two and a half between the cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many slices of American cheese can you fit in your mouth? Dude, that is what you should do is you should sit him down and be like, we are eating this. This is in Thailand. <laughs> like, I pull out two plates. What is your move here, sir? (laughs) Take a big bite out of one of them and just look at him until he takes a bite. This right here is your swing vote. Yeah, I know, right? That's a a great idea. You want to win Florida? This is how you do it, motherfucker. Since since cocaine is illegal, this is how you do it. Is it, though? Is it? I think it's illegal for politicians to use cocaine as a voting mechanism, for sure. That's true. The city of Miami was built on cocaine and fraud, so... Not for long is the point, though. I think that, that you're, I think Florida's moving in the right direction for the cocaine, you know, lobby to really be successful <laughs> in your future. The lobby. That's a nice way of putting it. I love that. <laughs> All right. Well, um, he's Siege and he joins us again. He's got a bunch of irons in the fire, including interviewing elected officials and talking to them about cheese. 
Um, so yeah, the Florida Man Murders podcast is one other place that you can find him and uh, follow him on all the socials and everything. Uh, again, Brandon's out because he's a dad for the second time now, and his life has got to just be hell. I can't. I mean, my life sucks, and I only have one kid, so I can only. I have very nice things that happen in my life, but I'm just in a bad spot right now. Um, but I can only imagine having a newborn kid and then like a one and a half year old being like, "I need attention too," and then being like having your equivalent to a 12 year old co-host to be like pay attention to me too look at my memes why aren't you responding let's do a podcast so brandon we hope you're doing well you're definitely not listening to this because you never do but uh yeah. <laughs> oh and thank you brandon for giving me those 30 seconds of time to uh give me a little voice recorder for the video <laughs> that comes up to <laughs> i love you so much nerd talk nerd talk talking about nerd talk yeah all right. Well, thank you for checking out the Nerd Talk podcast Tuesdays, 10 a.m. streaming on the Odyssey app. You can find it as a download as a podcast on the Odyssey app uh, or wherever you get your podcast from. You certainly don't have to use ours, but I recommend you do because it keeps me employed even longer. So thanks for that. I'm Gregor. He's Siege. Thanks, Siege. Love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs> Talk to you next week. Oh, okay. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.